Welcome to the latest episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty. Hello. And we are in Quartzsite, Arizona, right on the California border. We have wrapped up the Route 66 trip, Patty. It's over. We did it. Chicago to LA. 2,500 plus miles. miles, I think it said on the pier. The, I tell you what, the 2,488 miles thing is horse doo-doo because it is longer than that. It's got to be. Because we definitely put on a lot more miles than that. Yeah, but we didn't just go on the route. We were off the route a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. And we did quite a bit. So let's recap the last week here. When last we spoke, we had just gotten to California. And we spent the last week in the Los Angeles area. A couple nights in Pomona. And then just south of the Santa Monica Pier at Dockweiler Beach. And, you know, while I would never want to live in Los Angeles because of traffic and the cost of living and stuff, it's very easy to understand why people are drawn to the L.A. area. It's the the, the natural beauty is awesome. When we were there, the the mountains had snow on them. So you got snow-capped peaks all around the city basin. And all the sunshine that we saw. And then the beach. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sunny Southern California. And all it did was rain, basically, for four of the five days we were there. <laughs> yeah, but that's unusual, so uh-huh. I'm just joking. And they didn't need the rain there after the wildfires and stuff, so we're glad. But the rain came at our expense, <laughs> basically. Right, but still, we got some some rain-free time, mm-hmm. and it was cloudy, but it was at least not raining, so that right. was good. But yeah, I really liked uh, the L.A. area as well. There is a ton to see. I liked getting to experience like the little pockets of um, places that you don't necessarily think about when you're going to L.A., like where UCLA is. Yeah, Westwood. Yeah, that looks like a really cool place. I mean, I, I only drove in there, dropped you off and came back and got you. But there's like a couple of theaters there. One is called um, the Bruin. A very active, of course, it's like a college town, I suppose, but yeah. a very active scene there, and it looked like it would be a lot of fun to just explore around there. I agree with you, and as far as the as far as UCLA itself, Pauley Pavilion, where I went on Sunday, Pauley Pavilion is a basketball palace. It's a beautiful place. There's a lot of history there. I really enjoyed going there. I, I kind of had like... <sighs> chills when i walked in there and I, i'm just looking around it, it was it was like the first time in 2011 i walked into lambeau field i real i had a very similar feeling it was just i i, I just kind of like looking around and i was just like wow and then i just like tapped my hand on the railing a couple times I said, man i'm i'm actually here uh poly pavilion if you're a basketball a college basketball fan i would recommend it i mean it was that's a cool place and ucla beat san jose state on sunday thanks to ucla for giving me a ticket for both the football game on saturday at the rose bowl as well as the basketball game at poly pavilion yeah so speaking of meccas the rose bowl i mean it's the granddaddy of them all if you're a college football fan on the national historic register over 100 years old the oldest college bowl game there is 
And as a Wisconsin guy, I mean, like one of my favorite memories of watching Wisconsin football was in 1993 when Wisconsin won the Big Ten. And then January 1st, 1994, Wisconsin goes to the Rose Bowl, plays UCLA, actually, and beat them. And it, and then Wisconsin went back in 98 and beat UCLA again in the Rose Bowl. And uh, that was really cool. And Wisconsin's probably going to go to the Rose Bowl this year. But the Rose Bowl, it literally is a bowl. Uh, there's no like upper deck seating. It's just it's one big bowl. And uh, and when I say big bowl, I mean like a hundred thousand seats. <laughs> it's it's a big place. That's it a is lot a, of cereal. Ha ha. It is a pain in the butt though to get in and out of. When there's big not pain. a game, it's easy to get in and out of. True. <laughs> but yeah, I, one thing is that we went uh, the day before and just checked it out, took a few pictures, and I thought it was interesting that the logo. On the outside of the Rose Bowl, the rose... Was green and red. Was green and red. And then the next day... It was blue and gold. Because that is UCLA's colors. And I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't know they did that. And I always think of my grandpa when I think of the Rose Bowl because he went to an Illinois game years and years ago. He went on a bus trip with a bunch of folks and went and saw Illinois play. Did they go down Route 66? good. I have no idea. (laughs) As far as the other things to do in Los Angeles, let's see, what, what did we do? So uh, we had our Thanksgiving there. We ate at the Fairplex at the L.A. Fairground, the L.A. County Fairgrounds. We had at a uh, restaurant that was very nice. Um, we went and we saw went the to, L.A. Kings. We did see the L.A. Kings last Wednesday at Staples Center. That was both of us, our first trip to Staples Center. Uh, Thanksgiving dinner then at McKinley's. Uh, before that, we popped into Magic Lamp. Right on Route 66, kind of kitty corner from the, the historic Sycamore Inn, which holds a car show every year, we, we learned. And then, um, well, we went to the Rancho Cucamonga Route 66 Visitor Center service station prior to going to the Magic Lamp. Uh, and that's where we learned about the history of the Sycamore Inn. But uh, Wednesday night, like you said, the Kings game. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Friday... We did more sightseeing along Route 66, basically tried to get as far as we could before it got dark. And then I went to a Lakers game. I had a media credential. And so for the book, A Sports Fan's Guide to Route 66, I got some quotes from the most recognizable names in pro basketball and the biggest name in the NBA, Mr. LeBron James. Oh, I thought you were going to mention uh, Jack Nicholson. Did you talk to him? I did not meet Jack <laughs> Nicholson, no. But Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard all provided some content and some quotes for the book. So That's very awesome. grateful to those guys. Uh, and then Saturday was the Rose Bowl. Sunday was UCLA basketball. And But enough about me. What, <laughs> what did you most enjoy about Route 66 in Los Angeles? And I have a feeling you might mention Hollywood Forever Cemetery. That is really cool. Um, that was something I wanted to go into. I was thinking that was the one where Marilyn is buried, but it's not. It's actually a different location. Okay. But they show movies there, which I think would be really cool to see. They weren't doing that when we were there. Yeah, there but... were actually two funerals going on when we were there. Yeah. But, I mean, there are a lot of well, a lot of folks buried there, and there are a lot of famous people, and one of them notable to you. Mel Blanc? Chris Cornell. Yeah, Chris Cornell. I I, I knew I knew where where you were going with yeah. that. So I'm a huge Soundgarden fan. I love Audio Slave, and of all the 
grave sites we saw, Chris Cornell was really the one that that got me. Um, I was starting to get teary eyed. His grave is covered with flowers, and I like to think of that as Chris Cornell's own little sound garden. And yeah, that that one got me. And he and he's buried right next to Johnny Ramone, uh, Johnny Ramone of the Ramones. And, Judy Garland is uh, there, and there's a Tom, big thing for her. Movie director Tony Scott is right next to Chris Cornell. Toto and, isn't far from there either. No, Toto from Kansas. Uh, Toto from Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Toto's real name, by the way, was Terry. We did not know that, but <laughs> it was on now. the plaque. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Who names a dog Terry, by the way? But anyway, I know, right? Uh, Toto's better. Uh, Toto was a girl. We learned so. that that doesn't terribly surprise me, but yeah, but yeah, it, it's a really neat that experience terri- to see. Terribly surprise you? Uh, shush. <laughs> no, that was cool, but um, I, you know, the Santa Monica Pier is amazing as well. Oh my God, I did not realize there was going to be so much there. There's a an amusement park there, several restaurants, and then of course, you know, people hanging out at the beach and people fishing and so yeah. Cool place. Yeah, another one of those add add on to the I want to go back there. Oh, for sure. areas. So, and I don't think we'll ever finish our we need to go back here. You list. never do. You always In have to have one. In addition to the bucket list that seems to continue to grow. <laughs> It will continue to grow as long as we have adventures. But uh, so in general, along Route 66, since we're done now, I thought the art museum was really cool. Which art museum? The I'm starting at Chicago. Oh, okay. We started in Chicago. And now we're here. Yep. To paraphrase Drake. So the art museum was in Chicago was really cool. Um, the little, ti- the tiny rooms with the furniture that were some of them what amazed me about that is there was some artwork that was actually literally commissioned for commissioned the, just for the, the tiny rooms, rooms. Yeah. that was awesome that was really cool um pontiac i thought was a really cool place um it was surprised me i think because i you know i lived not far from pontiac only a couple hours when i grew up and never really thought of it as a destination place but there's a really cute downtown. There's a nice little wine bar. And later this month, the longest running holiday high school basketball tournament in the state of Illinois, or in the country actually, will resume. I believe this will be the 90th session for the Pontiac Holiday Tournament. And then, um, you know, there were a lot of different places along the way that I liked. I liked OKC. Um, I would like to go back there. And of course, I liked St. Louis, but I, you know, we have yeah, our we tie know St. to St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. Um, Flagstaff, I loved Flagstaff. You say as you're wearing your St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup champions. Shirt. That is correct. And I am wearing LGB. And and I am wearing my free Los Angeles Lakers Shaquille O'Neal jersey that I got at the Friday's Lakers game because I, I was there on a media credential, and it was Shaq jersey giveaway night. Well, the second quarter of that game, the Lakers beat the Wizards, but the second quarter of that game, I just walked around. And I would sit down in empty seats here and there. And I told a couple of fans that it was my first Lakers game ever, which it was. And they were like, oh, hey, man, here, we got an extra jersey. Here you go. 
And they just gave so I I ended up getting two of these Lakers Shack jerseys. So one for me and one for you. I will take it. And I decided to put one on when uh, we we were recording this because I was pulling the stuff out of the backpack to get all the cords and everything for the podcast. And I was like, oh, I forgot these were in here. I I stuffed (laughs) them in the backpack at the game. So it sounds like the sporting venues that you went to in L.A. in the L.A. area were some of your favorites. What were your favorite moments as far as interviews or anything else along the trip? Well, I really enjoyed my phone. It was a phone interview, but I really enjoyed my phone interview with Bob Verde, the team historian for the Chicago Blackhawks. He uh, kind of a dry sense of humor, and I had him on speaker so I could record it. So you heard some of it, but he's he's in his late 70s and he's kind of soft spoken, but. There's some wit to him, and like I said, a, a, a dry sense of humor, and I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm going to enjoy listening to that again as I transcribe the 50 or so interviews I, I have to sift through. Oh, man. Dwight Howard of the Lakers was a good interview. I don't know. I, I really do like being in front of someone interviewing them as opposed to on the phone. Uh, I don't know. It's... It, it's kind of hard for me to like reflect and be like, all right, what was my favorite interview? Uh, the rodeo coach at Mesa Lands Community College in Tucumcari, New Mexico, Matt Hughes. He was really cool. He was great. Got to sit down with him, him in his office for like ten minutes. So I don't know. It, it ask me again after I've had an opportunity to like transcribe re- everything, transcribe it and listen to these interviews again. Right. Um. And I, I'm really excited. I'm I'm nervous. I'm kind of overwhelmed because I have a lot to do to get this book out. Uh, but I'm I'm glad the Route 66 travel is over. It was fun. We saw some really cool places, not just sports venues, uh, but some really neat things we saw, like Hamilton in Chicago, like Petrified Forest National Park in the Painted Desert in Arizona, like. Walnut Canyon in Arizona. Uh, I mean, we've we've seen some really neat stuff. Well, and it's really varied. What you can see along Route 66 is hugely varied. Well, you go from the plains of Illinois. You go from a big city, Chicago, through small towns. And then the mountains of New Mexico, Arizona, and California. Right. And, I mean, I never expected to encounter snow on this trip, but it snowed for two days when we were in Flagstaff, and Flagstaff is beautiful. Flagstaff was probably my favorite city along the entire route just because of the natural beauty, a lot to do for a small town. Uh, I got to go to the uh, Northern Arizona football game at the Walk-Up Sky Dome, the only spot along Route 66, the only college campus on Route 66 that has a Muffler Man statue, and they've got two of them. I got uh, to drive through the Schultz Pass, which was right? one of my favorite things. I love getting yeah, out Yeah, you in took Zach off-road in, in the snow. I did. And I'm kind of jealous of that. That's me and Zach's time, man. <laughs> Sorry. And remember, guys, Zach is the Jeep because of the VIN that starts with Z-A-C. His name is not VIN. It's Zach. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, and I love the like the small like I mentioned the small towns, um, the Tucumcari, Holbrook, you know, just the little experiences we had. Even though they're small towns, they have the fun, kitschy stuff. Like uh, they make they make the most of 
the fact that they are along Route 66. Um, and I would love to go back to some so of these Lakeman places. Was neat. Yeah. I would love to go back to some of these places and actually stay in some of the little kitschy hotels. Oh, I would motels. love to stay at the Wigwam uh, Motel, both in Holbrook, Arizona and San Bernardino, California. We drove by both of them. but Yeah, but anyway, there's something for everyone along Route 66. Yeah, and, big cities, small towns. And you should try out different things as you're going along. Don't try to just stick with what you're used to or what you really want to see. Branch out and try all the different things it, it's really a good experience and you know what we met a lot of very nice people and what i really liked about meeting all these people is the natural question is when you tell them you're traveling down route 66 oh where are you from and we talked about this a lot before as soon as someone asks either of us where are you from then it's you're from peoria illinois i'm from lacrosse wisconsin we met in st louis we moved to charlotte now we live full-time in an rv and we're driving around a giant foster care billboard around the country to get the word out about the needs of children in the foster system and to get to tell them about Home Run on Wheels and the book that's available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And I'm donating half of the proceeds to foster care organizations. So get the book. Make a great Christmas present. I've sold a few along the way. We're in Kingman, Arizona, and, and I, I sold the book. I sold the book when we were leaving Dockweiler Beach in Los Angeles on... Monday to a guy named Jim who came over and asked about the tow dolly and then he asked what we were doing in the RV with home run on wheels and children's hope alliance so that part has been rewarding too. being able to continue spreading our message and our mission to help kids in the foster system and of all the places we saw and all the things we did I think that's still what I have enjoyed the most about this trip was that we're it, we're still creating that conversation about foster care just because we're driving this RV. Absolutely. And just like with everywhere else in our other trip, we meet people who are impacted, have been impacted by the foster system in one way or another. And it's it's interesting to hear their stories. I met a guy at the Lakers. No, excuse me. I met a guy at the UCLA football game at the Rose Bowl who was adopted and was in the foster system. Uh, his name's uh, Joey. So I hope he buys the book. I hope he's listening to the podcast. And, um, you know, just con continue to get that word out. Uh, the Home Run on Wheels book, available Amazon, Barnes & Noble. If you see us driving around the RV, I still have a few copies of the book left uh, that I'm selling and, and signing. So I have fewer than 20 left. So great christmas gift i'm just saying christmas right around the corner <laughs> so Speaking as of that. as you know because you're you're as soon as it was thanksgiving and you were like ron will let me listen to the hallmark christmas channel on sirius xm radio yeah you i i will say you showed a lot of restraint and discipline not listening to it before thanksgiving at least not with me in the car it, that's the key, right? <laughs> At least not with you in the car, because the last thing I want with my happy Christmas music is you complaining. It's too early. <laughs> All right, Grinch. guys. <laughs> well, next week, not sure if we're going to do a podcast episode. We're going to do a vacation in Mexico. We would like to do uh, a podcast. It depends on what the Wi-Fi is at the RV park. We're going to be out of country, so we don't want to use our hotspot and rack up the roaming charges. But anyway... 
Um, we will see what, if, if the Wi-Fi is good next week. We'll do a podcast. If not, you know why. But until then, thank you so much for listening to the Home Runner Wheels podcast. I hope you have enjoyed following us last year along the Major League Baseball trip and this year along Route 66. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week or not.